0: This is CliffCentral.com. Download the Cliff Central app. Available now on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. The Buzz on CliffCentral.com.
1: A very, very good afternoon to you. CliffCentral.com, The Buzz. My name is Jen Sue. It's great to be back with you. And I'm Nikita Kamacha. Thanks for joining us. Yay. So it's girl power. It is. It's just the two of us. So we're
2: going to... Well, we're going to be in charge of the studio today. Jason is away. He'll be becoming an Iron Man soon. I know.
1: <laughs> and we're going to find out all about what Jason Von Berg is doing in PE with Iron Man. Uh, we'll be chatting to him a little bit later on today. But first, we had a quite a week with SA Fashion Week. It's been very busy, eh? Very busy.
2: Considering the weather as well, we had such a change and we had to go out or do all these upfronts, go to all these events, and then we had to... Bring out all the winter woolies out
1: very quickly. Mm, indeed. Uh, SA Fashion Week was fantastic. There were just so many amazing designers. It was the Spring Summer 16 collection. Gert Johan He had the most beautiful sort of mustard yellow and beading that was out of this world. It looked incredible. It, I saw the
2: pictures of that beadwork and I just thought that must have taken hours and hours and hours on end just to perfect that look. And Indeed. that's what, he, that's what is, was amazing about those beaded pieces is that it was the beads that was, let's put it this way, the center of attention.
1: Indeed. Now, he did a, an amazing job. He always outdoes himself. He's just every collection. I, I think it's hard. You know, designers always have to reinvent. They have to go with the trends. They have to, you know, design pieces that are original, unique and wearable. I mean, how do you do all that?
2: And also do it season after season and exactly. try and be inspired and be untrained and given you offering for people for them to go and shop it. Exactly.
1: Um, another outstanding show was Ryan Keyes that was on the cover of the Star newspaper. And Ryan Keyes is really doing incredible things. But his stuff is very sexy, very see-through. <laughs> so you can't be of the faint of heart. Now, would you wear a see-through uh beaded dress
2: I think I would maybe not this stage maybe in a few more months but yeah
1: (laughs) sexy pregnancy is sexy though you I mean and you are a hot mother to be I must say thanks I'm trying (laughs) you're doing very very well with that um I also had Liz Ogumbo as you know from Cliff Central's very own all beaded wow she just came out yesterday before her show and gave me a big hug Jen And then just beaded head to toe, you know, she's so tall, I think. And she said to me, Jen, you need to wear heels next time because we were next to each other in the photo. And she was like five feet taller than me in the photo. And I said, no, 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 you don't understand, Liz. I'm wearing my highest of heels. Look down, look down. And I mean, I had my highest stilettos on and she just started laughing and she was still five feet taller than me. We'll
2: just keep maybe like a a step stool next time for the
1: photos. (laughs) Just stand on it. Rubicon was also really fantastic. Uh, Hangwani does an amazing job with a lot of white, feminine, ethereal prints and uh she had an installation so she was sort of the only one that had a slightly different take on her fashion uh show because it was at Hyde Park they usually do it every year at Crown Plaza so this year it was at Hyde Park on the 7th floor in the in the sort of um uh I guess their function room area, and it was really nice. It was different. And everybody had a front row seat. And it seemed very intimate as well. Like mm. Instead of, like you said, your usual rooftop, the rooftop um,
2: marquee I've, I've kind I've had of it thing. before there. Mm. And then, you know, like it's quite... You know, used to it, there is the rows, there's the hierarchy of who sits where, and it was like, like you said, it's a much more intimate venue. Exactly.
1: It was nice, Um, and, and everybody got a front row seat, because that's always a big deal. It's almost it's like an who, Oprah
2: moment, hey? You get a front mm, seat, and you get a front
1: seat. <laughs> yeah, and they had it sort of winding around so that everybody got a front row seat, and I thought that was really quite interesting as well. Um, Yeah, and then, well, you and I, we were out at the Sony Upfronts launch Last night. How late yes. did you stay?
2: I, I didn't stay too late afterwards because then obviously the dinner started. Well, I started serving dinner and Prime Circle had taken to the stage already. So, you know, I was there for the bit of the festivities before heading out.
1: It was fun. We had like the. Goggles, Yeah, the goggle box. The goggle yes. box. So we had to reenact. So we had some silly photos there.
2: <laughs> yes. It was actually quite a strange concept. I'm used to going to, you know, if you have a photo booth, for example, then, you know, you just pose and that was it. But for this, for the goggle box, they were all showing different clips and we all had to just watch the clip and they're trying to catch our most natural reaction. But it wasn't that glamorous <laughs> when we saw the end product in the end.
1: <laughs> Indeed. Well, let's see what we got up to last night at the Sony Upfront launch.
2: Hey, it's me, Jensu. Su. And Nikita Kamacha.
1: We're here at the Sony Upfront launch, and we are with Sonia Underwood. She's the territory director for Sony Channels Africa. Welcome.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
1: So tell us a little bit about what's Upfront.
3: Upfront is where we basically once a year tell people what shows we have coming up for the rest of the year. So it's all our 10 poll shows. We give you a little bit of a snippet of it, a little bit of a taster, and then just spend some quality time together.
2: It looks like so much fun. And so far we're enjoying Gogglebox. How has that been received by our audiences so far?
3: People absolutely love it. Um, They love the fact that the families are interacting with shows that they have watched, shows that they have not watched, and also to see what the different comments are from different families. And we've done a poll yesterday, and the favorite family so far is the Stone Sisters and Malin Val. (laughs)
2: They're (laughs) always good fun to watch, definitely.
3: Definitely. Excellent stuff. Now tell us a little bit about some of the hot shows we can look out for. On Sony, obviously, the, the biggest thing these days is Gogglebox, um, where you watch people watching TV. If you haven't watched it yet, you should. Thursdays at 9 o'clock, one two seven. And on Sony Max in July, we're bringing two medical-themed uh, shows, Doctor Feel Good and Death Row Doctors. Mm. And the theme of these two are basically, you're supposed to trust your doctor, but can you really? Not all doctors are good doctors. Uh-oh,
1: Nikita's getting worried
2: because she's eating for two. <laughs> we'll have to see how their pains are, eh? I'm sure. I'm sure I'll be in good hands. We'll see.
3: Your doctor is absolutely fine. These are all about American doctors, oh, so you'll good, be fine. Yes. <laughs> okay, There's
1: late. no bad doctors in South Africa. <laughs> no, no. Excellent stuff, Sony uh, Sonia Underwood from Sony Africa. Thank you so much for joining us on the Buzz.
3: It is my pleasure.
1: It was a lot of fun last night, I must say. It really was. And what
2: I also enjoyed was all the food that they were serving. I, I know. Even, like, you, you non-stop know, non-stop
1: nachos, burritos, rolls.
2: There was even wine. chicken burgers when you left.
1: Oh, that was after I left. Yes, How and they didn't have that when I was there? And they also
2: had the <laughs> sesame chicken noodles. So they had it in this nice little Chinese box, takeaway mm. box, some chopsticks. And I was like, oh, for once, we go to an event and we can actually eat. Because all these little finger snacks sometimes, they don't always suffice. And, and then we tend to overindulge the wine. <laughs>
1: Wow, that was amazing. Well, we also had the Sunglass Hut Reflections Forum yesterday, talking a lot about interesting trends in fashion. And we had uh, Trevor Sturman, who is the L-Style reporter from 2012, but he's done very, very well with his Instagram and his social media. He's really brought fashion in South Africa to the forefront. And we'll be speaking with Trevor a little bit later on in the show as well. We had Dion Chang, who, as you know, is a very uh, well-known trends analyst. And then we also had the editors from Elle magazine. Emily, and that was really nice to have her as well. And, um, you know, Sunglass Hot is always very much in the forefront. So it was great to see. You know what I thought was interesting? They had this, uh, it was Anouk Vip, which is a really interesting designer from Europe. And she had this whole sort of technological fashion. So it was basically like wearing dresses that were drones. Oh and they goodness. would fly and, <sighs> you know, they were mechanical. It was- Insane. Would you wear something like that? I think I would love to. I would love to try something like that. I just hope it wouldn't actually bite me. <laughs> you know, you wear <laughs> a just dress.
2: pinch your skin. You know, just a little bit. You know, you move a little well, bit. Well, exactly.
1: Wrong. It has like crab pinchers, and it's also all three D printed. It's it's really, really very avant garde. I must say, very interesting. There's a lot of movies to check out as well, Nikita. Um, there's Eddie the Eagle, a sports drama about Michael Eddie Edwards, who made history by becoming Great Britain's first ski jumper to enter the Winter Olympics. There's also Macbeth, if you like Shakespearean, uh, the Shakespearean war drama starring Marion Cotillard and Michael Fassbender. It's selected as an official feature film in competition at the Cannes Film Festival coming up next month. And then there's also 10 Cloverfield Lane. It's a science fiction mystery about a woman who has a car accident and claims that the outside world is affected by a widespread chemical attack, starring John Gallagher Jr. and John Goodman.
2: So, there's a bit for everybody as well.
1: Mm. Have you seen Batman vs. Superman yet? <sighs> Yes, I
2: did. Jason and I chatted about it last week, and I was blown away. I really was.
1: Well, good. Somebody like me actually liked it as well. I, I enjoyed watching it, and so far, the poll seems to be like most people don't like it here. <laughs> most <laughs> of the know. South Africans could. don't seem to like Batman vs. Superman. But okay. I think it's it.
2: maybe, you know, just trying to get used to the whole idea of being Affleck as the Batman. But, you know, I'm in Superman's corner. I
1: won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, and then, you know, Jimmy Carr, the British comedian and actor, is actually performing. He's performing tonight in Cape Town and then he's coming to Joburg. Um, and he was actually the host for the roast for Kenny Kunene with yes. Comedy Central when he was here at that time. Um, and he's got a very dry sense of humor. I don't know. Can do you I mean, like Trevor Noah more or Jimmy Carr more?
2: I'd say Trevor, I'd actually go for Trevor. I don't know. It's just more relatable. And I don't know, I, I do, I, I actually appreciate Trevor's sense of humor. And I do need to watch the clip that's voting around of Trevor. Trevor and Noah. Kandler. Yes. Kandler. It's like, I was busy at the time when I saw it come up on my timeline and I thought, okay, I need to make time just to sit and pay attention and just see what he has to say. But I've seen the previous clip that he did on the daily show about Donald Trump and comparing Donald Trump to an African dictator. So I can only imagine (laughs) what he's going to say about Zuma. And, you know, like, like I was saying earlier, we we're, were just talking about, you know, Zuma was booed recently and I was just comparing him to like the Madagascar movie, the animated movie that everybody knows, King Julian, who was played by Sasha Baron Cohen. Mm. So we almost have him, you know, he's waving at the crowd and they're booing at him. So I can't imagine what Trevor's going to say or even Jimmy Carr for that matter.
1: I know. I think Jimmy Carr is going to have a field day in South Africa. I'm looking forward to it um... Yeah, it's actually – the hashtag is Jimmy Carr Essay, so you can check him out on his funny business tour. Anyway – We have somebody very special that's coming in studio. His name is Kevin Friedman and he's going to tell us all about the 67 blankets for Nelson Mandela Day. They have a huge event coming up on Sunday and they're also going to continue to break the new Guinness Book of World Records, uh, with the number of blankets that they have. We'll be chatting to Kevin Friedman in just a bit right here on The Buzz.
0: This is CliffCentral.com. The Buzz on CliffCentral.com.
1: Hey, 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 you are on the buzz, cliffcentral.com with me, Jen Sue and Nikita Camacho. And, um, thing. When we were talking about Jimmy Carr, the funny business tomorrow night at Emperor's Palace Centre Court, also singer Josh Groban will be there tonight at the Ticket Pro Dome. And another big event that is coming up on Sunday is with the 67 Blankets for Nelson Mandela Day. And I've got Kevin Friedman, their 67 Blankets ambassador here in studio with us. Hello, Kevin, and welcome to
4: The Buzz. Hey, Jane Sue, so, won- so wonderful to be here and so, so wonderful for you to welcome us to uh, come and tell you about about our fabulous uh, blankets on the show.
1: I know. So tell me what's happening on Sunday. Keep us up to date with everything that's been going on. So
4: basically let's, let's, let's go back. Our project is just over two years old and it started off as, as we know as Carolyn's tea party that we were all trying to make. Carolyn Stain. Carolyn Stain. Yeah. We were all trying to make a blanket for her to get her 67 blankets to her commitment for uh, Nelson Mandela Day. And she kind of put it onto social media and it just went wild. It 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 grew natural legs. So what happened was that last year, Carolyn said, let's try and push the boundaries as far as we can. And let's see if we can break the Guinness Book World Records and create the world's biggest blanket. Mm. So she put out the call on Facebook and people all over the country went. They just poured out their hearts. And it's been the most amazing experience for me because I've managed to meet the most incredible people all over the country. And so one of the uh the, the nitwits, we call ourselves Knitwits, nit- <laughs> one of the nitwits, um, Kathy Dipnell in uh Cape Town, she said that 67 Blankets is knitting the the country together in a way that nobody else is actually – no politician has managed to knit the country together. Mm. And so last year on the 21st of of April, for 21 years of uh, democracy, we managed to break the Guinness Book of World Records to make the world's biggest blanket. So needless to say, the guys in India said – the South Africans can do it. We can beat them. So they made a blanket double our size. So this year we are pushing to try and break their record and we've been incredibly fortunate. So to, to uh Sunday's event is called um Holding Hands. Now the reason that it's called Holding Hands is because the um the lead South Africa has kind of come on board and they found a sponsor to sponsor 14 million rands worth of wool.
1: Whoa. It's insane. Who donated 14 million rands worth of wool? I have absolutely
4: no idea. It's an anonymous anonymous donor. That
1: is incredible.
4: And then, I mean, it was, it was amazing because, and people have been incredibly generous. I mean, Statusford van lines actually went and collected the wool. They then went and distributed the wool around the country because all of that wool has actually been recreated into blankets already. So uh, some of the some of the, the the wool that we've got here is part of the donated wool that I brought in the blankets to show you. So it's it's just sublime. So what it did was it allowed us to actually go out into the prison system and teach crochet and have wool to supply. And the prison system has been extraordinary. Because they've come on board, it gives people an opportunity to give back to community. So besides the fact that people are going to be warm this winter and next winter, hopefully, the, um, opportunities for people to create with their own two hands, something really special and really individual and something that's really made with love that we as the, as the uh, creators of the blankets are able to share and give a joy of love to somebody we'll never meet We don't know Who's less fortunate than us And it may just be And the people who are crocheting And the people Because we get wonderful donations of wool all the time So this incredible donation is unbelievable But even last night at a function I got a commitment for three blankets worth of wool Because people just love the idea And there are a lot of people who have the skills So going back to Sunday So Sunday is holding hands with the... Um, with Leeds, South Africa. Now, firstly, if anybody re- wants to come with pleasure, please come. But we need info at 67. And where
1: is it being held?
4: Um, it's at Stain City. It's at Mandela Park. Now, it's called Mandela Park because Mandela uh, broke ground in, the, in Stain City. And the area where he broke the ground is called Mandela Park. So he dug the first hole in the ground before the development was uh, just literally at the conception of the development before it was really going ahead. So, so the Mandela Park area is really great. And the first tree that was planted in Stain City, which as you know, has several million trees now that have been planted, indigenous trees, um, was planted by Grassa Michelle in Mandela Park. So it's a very beautiful area. There is a deli, deli there and it's basically Bring your picnic blankets, bring sunscreen, bring hats. It's outdoors. It's not under the trees. So bring your wool, bring your blankets. The entry fee is basically to bring either some balls of wool, your good wool, or to bring a blanket, to help um, to help the cause, now the blankets need to be handmade. So whether it's a uh, embroidered blanket, whether it's a crocheted blanket, whether it's a knitted blanket, but it needs to be a blanket made by hand, a blanket made with love. So the events are starting from 7 a.m. at uh, the Mandela Park at Stain City. Now, 7 a.m. is the laying out of the blankets. So we're doing a trial run of the laying out, and those blankets are all the blankets that are are completed already, which are red, white, and black, which are the 67 blankets from Mandela Day colours, and they're going to be put out. And we've got drones doing aerial photographs. We're also having the official launch of our new mu- of our new song, and we're going to be shooting um, stills and things for the music uh, video. So. Um, so that's and the, and the official the official start is at nine a.m. with the entertainment and the speeches and all of that. But seven a.m. if anybody wants to come and help lay out blankets, <laughs> we will be very excited if you can. The problem is that Stain City is a very high security complex, so people need to let us know that they are coming. So, so
1: how, okay. So how can they? So it's basically or let you, to let, let
4: uh, send know. an email to info at sixty seven blankets dot co dot za. Because we need their names, otherwise security is not going to let them through the gate.
2: So sort of a guest list of who's coming through for the day. Yes,
4: very, you know, unfortunately, because it is a security estate and it also gives you that wonderful feeling of freedom and the love of the uh, environment.
2: So then when will you know whether you break the record again?
4: Okay. (laughs) And that is like really exciting. So this is, we're building up to what we're calling our good wool cup. Okay. And the Goodwill Cup is going to happen <laughs> at uh, the Drakenstein Correctional Services facility in the Cape. Now, that the reason that we chose that location is because that was the prison that Nelson Mandela was finally released from. Okay. So, what what we're going to do is we literally they've got two entrances, so they've given us the front entrance, which has got a, a double rugby field and roads and the h- fabulous Mandela sculpture. And what we're doing is we're going to lay out the blanket literally from the main road all the way through into the facility to, uh, to break the record.
2: Have you had to go and do like a little recce of the venue just to see, you know, how many blankets you're going to need just to cover all of that or? Well, we, well,
4: it was, it was more of a recce to see if the number of blankets we've got (laughs) is big enough, is the space is big enough. And the space was more than big enough. And we were very lucky. We went on our recce with our wool and it was incredible because we'd be, we went to the facility and it's just such a joy because the prisoners can come out with pride. And show what they've managed to achieve, and share with us their excitement. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very interesting because when they run uh, projects in the in the correctional services facilities, usually the residents or inmates drop out at a very heavy rate. This is the only project that they've actually got people adding on to the uh, onto the project all the time.
1: Well, you know, I have to also um, add in a few statistics. The largest crochet blanket that was that you had put out, that won that first Guinness Book of World Records. It was in the Union Buildings in Pretoria last year, April 21st, 2015, and it measured 3,377 square meters. It was unbelievable. And I have to say, uh, the Chinese community also contributed all the plastic sheeting because sometimes people don't think about those little details. There are so many details involved. And uh, Angela Young and the uh, Chinese community had provided all of the plastic oh, sheeting. Oh,
4: that, that is fantastic. Which where you Which put the blankets it basically on it, protect, it kept the to blankets clean. That's right. So that people, when you donate a blanket, they're not, they're not dirty. So the way that they were made with love, we try to have the same sensitivity and actually protect them with love.
1: Amazing stuff. I'm am really, really so excited. And Carolyn Stain, she was also on cliffcentral.com with Gareth Cliff talking about sixty seven blankets, and she is the founder. How is she feeling these days? What is she doing i know she 's running around otherwise she 'd also be in studio with us right now uh,
4: Carolyn is just dynamic uh, this, this This whole blanket story has grown the love and the outpouring whenever whenever i 'm standing next to her or whenever we anywhere people come up to her and they tell her how they've cha- how she 's managed to change their lives because number one. Joining the 67 Blankets Facebook page, 67 Blankets um, for Nelson Mandela Day, South Africa, invites you into a community. And there are events happening all over the country literally probably three, four, five times a week. So there's always somewhere to go, people to meet blankets to make people to keep warm so the opportunity to make a difference and to use the skills and then also crochet is it's it is a it is a difficult skill but once you've got it it's the most wonderful thing to be able to do to be able to crochet a blanket crochet a square and actually knit the uh, communities together. And it's
1: great to see in the prisons, everybody is getting into knitting blankets.
4: The, the whole great correctional great. service facility has actually taken it on and rolled it through the entire country because they've had such incredible success in the in the prison system.
2: And then just in terms of the blankets afterwards, um, do you have every year, are you going to set a goal? Is Carolyn going to have a goal to say, okay, um, we're going to have 10,000 blankets. We're going to have 20,000 blankets because this is only going to grow. Surely we're going to start putting all these blankets down a highway soon. <laughs> Look, can you imagine mm, that? I, I have to and what is
1: the date that you're actually going to be
2: laying uh, out so for the Guinness Book of World
4: Records? The, the date we're doing is the 22nd of April, which is a Friday this year, and it's for 22 years of democracy. Now, the reason. And where? That in, at the Drakenstein Correctional Service F- Facility in Powell in the Western Cape. Okay. Now, the reason that we chose April was because we want to get the blankets out before it turns cold. Now, we've had a little cold snap and if we wouldn't have had the, mm. uh, the thing, we would, we already have started, uh, doing a little bit of distribution because it's very important. The whole aim of this project is to keep people warm and to make a difference in their lives. So basically the 22nd they, um, they get laid out. We, we're doing layout 20th, 21st, 22nd. On the 22nd, they, they get taken, taken apart, rolled back, and then Stutterford's Van Lines actually redistributes them back to the areas of the country that they've come from. And then they get distributed. So the whole concept is that they get distributed into the areas and the regions that they get made in. So hopefully by that Monday, so by the 27th of April, if the cold snaps have hit, we hope to have uh, distributed most of those uh, blankets now to going forward we were incredibly fortunate with this kind of goodwill gift 14
1: million rand's worth of good wool i mean that is unbelievable
4: so that because the thing is that there are, there are thousands of people in south africa who have the skill and have the wool but they don't have the 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 the, the wool So um, we need to try and get anybody who's really interested in sponsoring anything, even four, four or five balls of wool, even one ball of wool will help. I went to the market
1: in China and I bought 20 balls of wool and I brought them to Carolyn. Oh, that is fantastic, Mm. Jen. So, you know, I mean, anybody can get involved in some way. Well, it's not really to give kudos to myself. (laughs) I wish I could knit a little bit better. I did knit a little baby blanket, but I can't do the full-on, you know, uh, single bed blanket that that they're asking for. But at least… In my own way, and in anybody's own way, that trying to contribute would, you know, is a great thing. And I think uh, a lot of people I know in the community have been, you know, dropping off blankets. Uh, they're going to be coming on Sunday for the events oh, and, you great. know, donating good wool in every way, shape, and form.
4: So, yeah. So, so basically, what, what we're calling now is even though winter is coming and it, it's never too late, because even if you start in winter and you finish in spring or, even in summer, the reality is is that there will always be another winter. So whatever wool anybody can donate or any blankets people can donate, that is a wonderful opportunity and that will really be able to, to get us to, to have our foot in as a permanent fixture of an annual Guinness Book of Records uh, break attempt.
2: Do you think somebody's going to attempt it again to try and break our own world record?
4: Look, uh, the reality is is that. But um, <laughs> well, it's good. Competition I'm thinking, is a yeah, yeah, so good thinking, thing
2: because that means they're paying it. attention. Yes, and that's going to be a t- be good um, like to and fro between the countries. Oh no, we'll be do better than yeah. you. No? India we'll <laughs> did it last year,
4: but
1: we're doing it. We're going to do it, and well, then. You know, well, I knows.
4: love it because the concept is that it's all it's all good wool. Even though it's different organizations and different people, the reality is is that the aim is the same, to keep somebody warm, to make somebody have a less painful winter.
1: Exactly. In fact, in the words of Carolyn Stain, stitch by stitch, we pledge to keep thousands upon thousands of people less fortunate, warmer all over the winters to come, in the name of our late great father of our nation, Tata Nelson Mandela.
4: Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's very interesting because now what, what by saying that you've, you've picked up one of, one of the most important points of this project is that when Nelson Mandela stepped down from government, he turned around and said, it is in your hands now. Mm. And that is the reason why we only want handmade blankets because it's in our hands that we can actually send love and send healing into this country. Incredible stuff.
1: Kevin Friedman from 67 Blankets for Nelson Mandela. Thank you so much for joining us today. And again, this Sunday, we welcome you. Uh, you can get into the action at Stain City, holding hands with Lead SA this Sunday, the 10th of April at the Mandela Park, starting from 7 a.m. all the way through the afternoon. Is that well, right? it'll, it'll, it'll run through.
4: City. So everybody should really try and bring a picnic basket or there is the deli which will sell sandwiches and uh, cakes beautiful cakes and teas and coffees and things but bring a picnic basket bring a picnic blanket bring a chair if you want to if you don't want to sit on the, on the floor But it will be a great, fun day event. Mm. But please, 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 you've got to reply to info at 67blankets.co.za. Excellent. Or or get hold of one of the numbers on our website so that you can let us know that you're coming because otherwise security will not let you in the gate.
1: And again, that website is www.67blankets.co.za. Thank you so much, Kevin Friedman, for joining us on The Buzz. Fantastic. Okay, right. In just a moment, we're going to be chatting to jason von berg it's kind of weird with the buzz without jason <laughs> i know, it always is you know he's it our main and... man and we're going to find out what he's doing in pe with iron man
0: download the cliff central app available now on the apple app store and google play store the buzz on cliffcentral.com
2: and that is correct. You're listening to The Buzz with myself, Nikita Komosha and Jen Sue, And we're in studio and we're going to cross over to Jason Von Berg. He is out in the windy city of PE and we're going to see what he's been up to. Jason, are you on the line?
5: I am on the line. Hello,
2: Hel- Nikita. Hello. Thank you. Hello, too. Jess. Thanks. Hello, Jen. Thanks very much for returning my phone call just by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Remember sense tension? Yes, I 10 years which ago? phone call? I called you oh, right. last night, and you're like, "Oh no, I'm just driving. I'll call you back in 20 minutes." So um, uh, how many hours later?
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, at least you called me back.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you doing with Iron Man? I want to know.
5: Okay, so I am. Um, you know me. I do these things that are kind of crazy and kind of off. You know, the beaten track so to speak. And um, I committed to doing the half Ironman in January, which I completed successfully. It was my second one. And friends of mine actually dared me. They said, well, you've done half of it. Why don't you just do the rest of it? Go the full hog and just do the full Ironman. So I am done odd, am and odd, am an odd. And, awed, and, awed, and they, they kept trying to convince me. And then I signed up. It's double the distance of everything. And then they bailed and they pulled out. And they said, unfortunately, we're not doing it anymore. So, oh, sure. <laughs> so, okay. yes, here I am. I'm in Port Elizabeth. I'm getting ready for the biggest challenge of my life, honestly. And it's it's going to be huge. But the vibe is incredible. I mean, I must tell you, it is a windy city. But it's not too bad today. Um, How many people are, are
1: participating, Jace?
5: There's almost 2,000 participants. Wow. Um, 600 of them are from international countries. Sure. so you're not the only one crazy the one. one
2: no apparently it's no, more of
5: them no, there's people from <laughs> Kevin, far and wide Portuguese people, people Italians, you know all these these different types so um yeah so it's going to be lots of fun I think um I'm a bit nervous as well obviously shit gets real eh? the more you or the closer you get to Sunday morning and you see the sea and you see the bikes and you see everybody kind of getting their nutrition ready and all of that But it's what we do and I sent a picture you sent it Jen I think you put yes, it on yes I put Facebook it on Twitter
1: page. and Facebook as well and you look yep. great I must say that's the nicest red carpet I've ever seen
5: it's cool hey? it's it actual. is it kind of <laughs> reminds me it. of Cannes um, and <laughs> you, you're definitely it's not quite the Cannes Film Festival but it definitely is a red carpet so and you have to really swim cool.
1: bike and run in high heels I love it
5: you will, yeah. You you can do that one, um, but you'll see all different types. Of, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing all the the bikini bodies getting in. But you must see all these dudes. I mean, they're like Iron Man. You know, they've been training for forever. I'm not in that category. I'm still a little bit chunked, but um, oh please, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so and when's the it's, actual it's race? It's on Sunday morning. So. I should be finished. If I start at 7, I should be finished at about 8 o'clock in the evening. So. <gasps> no <way.
1: laughs> Whoa. That 7 isn't... in the morning to 8 in the evening.
5: Yep. Yep. Oh, Sucker for punishment. Always...
1: Well, it was nice knowing you, Jace. Yeah, yeah, Looks like me and Nikita will be doing the show from now on.
2: Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Just send like an SOS or something, Jase. Send a smoke signal, but hopefully we'll get it. But maybe at night we will see There you we'll go. I'll send it. it. Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> And then, then when you see, like, there's a shortage of burgers in Port Elizabeth or in South Africa, you'll know that Jason and the rest of the 1,800 also athletes participating in this, this year Standard Bank Ironman have all, you know, demolished the burgers.
2: So. <laughs> so, sort of like a reward afterwards.
5: Yes, definitely. Well, I think we deserve it, don't you?
2: <laughs> I think so. So, just like, just yeah. before we end off, just how are you going to prepare the night before? Are you going to be at the carbo-loading? What are you going to be doing? No, carb
5: loading, eh? Geez, I've been
0: like listening to Professor Tim Noakes. Tim Noakes isn't about carb <laughs> all about like protein. What? Uh, uh, chicken it is. Chicken and, and bacon and all of that stuff,
5: and uh, lots of sleep and lots of uh, protein shakes. And I, then, I thought then he was going to say already, lots of eh? sex. Yeah,
2: he was just about to say. <laughs> well, you never know. If there's like
1: some of those sexy bikini it gets bodies, the testosterone, around,
5: going, you know. So. <laughs> you know what? My mum will probably keep a few pictures, so you can look out for her pictures because her and my aunt are definitely going to be serving. Um I can tell you that much. Um, so keep an eye on me and then I'll just retweet and you guys can have a look on there. So. Well,
2: you'll only retweet from, um, eight o'clock at night. Well, whenever never yeah, cross yeah. that line. So we'll, ke- yeah, exactly. we'll keep in touch. Yeah. We'll see what happens afterwards during our okay, Sunday awesome. night movie. Okay, Jace. Good we'll- luck to you, yeah. Jace. And Thanks, we'll, friends. of Thanks course, again. you can
1: follow Jason on at Jason Von Berg on Twitter and he will keep you all up to date on his Iron Man progress. Well done and congratulations. Cheers. Thank you. All right. We're going to be chatting to Trevor Storman in just a few moments. He was the L-Style Star 2012, and he's going to tell us all about a huge event that's coming up, the L-Style Reporter Awards. And that will be coming up. Basically, they're kicking off at the end of the month and then through the beginning of May. And uh, we'll find out more about what Trevor Storman is all about that's coming up on The Buzz. And there you have it. This is CliffCentral.com, The Buzz. I'm Jen Sue, along with Nikita Camacho. And we have the winner of the L-Style Reporter from 2012. He's going to tell us all about the L-Style Star Competition, which is launching at the end of this month through May. And I've got Trevor Storman on the line. Hello, Trevor. Hey, Jen, how are you? Great, and you were fantastic yesterday at the Sunglass Hut Reflections Forum. I thought that was fantastic. I loved your outfits, your print print, outfits, and uh, you have really come out there, you know, in social media, promoting fashion. Tell us about that experience when you first won the L-Style Reporter back in 2012.
0: Um. That is like such a special moment in my life, which I will eternally be grateful for. It was truly a life-changing experience, and life has literally not been the same ever since since the the night I won.
2: Exactly. So then, Trevor, so just tell us a little bit more. What did the competition actually entail, and what were your thoughts going well entering the competition?
0: Um, the competition actually came at like the right time in my life. I was a student back then and I was in my second year and it was during the school holidays and during that time I was still trying to find my voice and the competition came and I entered and never looked back.
1: And then tell me, you know, you've done so much in your career. You're consulting for Woolworths. You know, you were um, on a lot of fashion panels you've done a lot with South Africa Fashion Week you know how has this opened doors for you?
0: Um, ever since I've won the Al-Star Reporters Church I've been able to travel the world to to be able to to go to various fashion weeks around the world to be able like to Like where? Have,
1: tell me tell me where
0: <laughs> um, When I entered the competition the first one of the prizes was to go to London Fashion Week mm. and that was like really a mind-blowing experience, and ever since I've been, I've been going to PT Uomo in in Italy, which is a menswear trade show, and it, this would be my second year attending, and it, it's biannual, and I've I've now become part of the a PT PT family, so that they invite me every season to to get a seasonal update of what's happening in the world of menswear. And,
1: right.
2: That's quite a prestigious Absolutely. invite. To Absolutely. Have. Most Amazing. Definitely,
0: most definitely. And it's like literally the best of the best in the world. And everyone is like minded. And it's like such a progressive nature. And it's, it's just really one of the probably my favorite fashion destinations.
1: Excellent stuff. Now, what about for this year's event? I think it kicks off on the twenty eighth of April. There'll be a big workshop with Orms and Canon and Elle magazine, and then you've got the final round of judging and the winner announced at the grand finale on the fifth of May.
0: Yes, yes, that is correct.
2: So, then, what advice do you have for other, for let's say, other fashion enthusiasts, people who are willing to, who are actually scared to enter the competition? What is your advice to them?
0: Um, I guess fear will always paralyze your dreams, so it's a matter of being brave and going after whatever you have in mind, and I guess the power is with you, so it's just a matter of finding your voice, finding a point of view, and leaving your mark in the industry.
2: So how can we keep up to date with you and see all the things, the wonderful shows that you're attending, or the exotic places you're traveling to, so where can we find you on social media?
0: On social media, you can find me on Instagram, and my handle is at Trevor underscore Stierman, and on Twitter, it is at Trevor no underscore, and my blog as well. You can find me on Tumblr, which is Okay, perfect. Excellent stuff. Thank you so
2: much.
1: So excited. Thank you so much again for your time, Trevor Steerman. So nice to Thank have you on the buzz. You. You're most welcome. Thank you. And of course, we're looking forward to the L-Style Reporter 2016, over 300 entries showcasing the latest trends in the world of fashion for the next L-Style Reporter in associations with Orms and Canon. So exciting.
2: It is exciting. And it seems like, you know, it's a, laugh, it's a life-changing experience.
1: Absolutely. It's, you know, I, I must say... The social media revolution in the last five years and how it's taken fashion in particular to another level.
2: And that people just, like they're carving out their careers out just on, let's say, just their Instagram feed. And it's so enviable. Sometimes I I follow these accounts and I'm thinking, how did they plan these outfits and how did they get this snapshot? It's just amazing that there's a new outlet of creativity going on now with social media and especially with Instagram. It's it's mind-blowing.
1: Indeed. And we're going to finalize uh, today with a little bit of Hollywood news. You know those divorce rumors are really going on between Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. It's heating up, and apparently their second wedding anniversary is coming up in May. So it looks like Kanye oh, is yes. going to drop the bomb and say, I want a divorce, because they're already p- pretty much living separate lives. They are
2: mm, but fighting. Don't, they don't are. you think they've been living separate lives from the beginning, really? Cause if you think about it, if you watch back a lot of the episodes, um, you know, Kanye is always somewhere else in the world. He's always recording elsewhere mm. or, you know, Kim's here or there and they're not really like a, let's say a family unit per se. And you know, Kim and her family, they're all about the family, keeping it in the family.
1: True. So speaking of though, I mean, We're looking at roughly the equivalent of 15 billion rand in assets if there is a divorce that's going to go down. And it could actually destroy that keeping up with the Kardashians franchise.
2: Do you think it's going to be him who's going to be serving the papers, not her side? Yes,
1: I think it's going to be him serving the papers. And Mm. I actually think he's going to like... Totally cash in on this whole thing.
2: Oh, I'm gosh. afraid of that. If you think about how he, well, how, how he's been about the whole Taylor Swift um, speech that he crashed, and then he actually said, "You know, you, I own you and I made you famous." Can you imagine what he'll say the about goes, the Kardashians? Yeah, he
1: goes ballistic on Twitter all the time. <laughs> Ape
2: shit, actually, Ape he does. Ape shit. I mean,
1: any time that somebody has a criticism for him, he just can't take it. He's like a he's like a kid. And he's, you know, throws his toys out of the cot and the whole thing. But I mean, it is worrisome. I have to say this is the season for breaking up. Drew Barrymore and Will Copelman getting divorced. I think Victoria Beckham and David Beckham are also disconnecting business interests. It's looking very nerve-wracking between them as well.
2: Oh, you know, you never know with Hollywood who's next, you know, who's next to get married, who's next to get divorced. It's always, it's actually quite scary. We don't know. We always have to place our bets.
1: Indeed. <laughs> and we'll find out more about what happens next week on The Buzz. Same time, same place right here on CliffCentral.com. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Jen Sue, And I'm Nikki Camacho. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for O'Neill. That's up next on CliffCentral.com.
0: The Buzz on CliffCentral.com.